0: Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. The favorite thing I learned about the gospel when I was converting, and the favorite thing I've ever learned about the gospel to this day, is that we jumped for joy at the chance to come to earth. And that we rejoiced in that opportunity, and that we knew all that we would face, but we rejoiced in knowing that we would have the chance to come to earth, to have a body, to gain experience. And we knew that we would have hard times and trials, but we knew that we would be able to make it through.
0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saints Unscripted. Today we have... um... Probably one of my favorite things that we do on the show, which is uh, conversion stories. Just hearing people coming to the gospel, finding themselves, and, and it, just everyone's experience is so unique. We've got super special guests all the way from our neighbors, the Canadians, the nicest people on the planet. Uh, we've got Taylor. How's it going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Um, well, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Um yeah, thank- so I know a little bit about your story and the audience knows nothing. How how old are you right now?
1: I'm 23. Just turned 23.
0: Cool. And so this story starts, I mean, I guess you said like from being little, you didn't really grow up like that religious you were saying?
1: No, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, I went to church, like a united church until I was four. My brother was born when I was four and we stopped going, but obviously I don't remember anything. Right. <laughs> right. So then we... Never really talked about God ever in my house, and um, it was never introduced to us at all. So I really, I didn't really believe in God, but I didn't believe in God. Sure. I just didn't like think about it at all or like yeah. contemplate it. And then when I was sixteen, um, I have relatives in Alberta, and they were members. Um, and but I didn't really know them; they were strangers to me my whole life because they lived so far away.
0: Where so? But, where did you grow um, up? Like distance wise, how far? I grew
1: is that? up in. B.C. near Vancouver. Okay. And then my my relatives lived a 12-hour drive away. Yeah, Alberta. it's
0: like the opposite end of... Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So we never really saw them. Um, but what, right after my grade 11 year, uh, my school counselor was like, I was having a really hard time. And she was like, why don't you break up the summer a bit and go see your relatives in Alberta? And I was like, "Heck no!" <laughs> because I was like really, really shy, and I didn't yeah. want to stay with strangers. Well, yeah,
0: like why? What? That would yeah. be the scariest thing. I feel like.
1: Yeah, but something like prompted me, which now I realize was the spirit. <laughs> yeah. To like go, and I remember telling my dad I wanted to go because it's like his brother, and he like looked at me like, "What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you've never talked about this before?"
1: Yeah. Oh, that was so out of character for me. I was like, "That's a great idea." I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Like I'm not sure at all, but I think it's what I gotta do.
0: Yeah. I never would so, have done that if I were in your shoes. I no, would have been so I was, scared. I to was, me. I
1: floored myself. Like yeah. I was shocked that I was doing it. When I got on the plane, I was like, What am I doing? Yeah. Very terrified, but I went I was supposed to stay for like two weeks. Cool. But then I ended up staying for the whole summer.
0: <laughs> so that means it went well.
1: Yeah. yeah. It went
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they just kidnapped you, no? Like
1: Yeah. Uh yeah.
0: so what was your experience like there with your your uncle?
1: The first Sunday I was there, they asked if I wanted to go to church or not. They didn't pressure me or anything. It was totally up to me. And I was like, okay, why not? Cause I, or else I'd just stay at home.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: it interesting enough. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went, and I don't remember really how I felt. I remember I just felt really uncomfortable and like <laughs> scared and like out of, it out was way out of my comfort zone. I hadn't been to church since I was four. And all I did when I was four was play in the little, right playroom (laughs) and so i wasn't used to like hearing these things or i just wasn't used to talking about god at
2: all yeah
1: so it was like a strange feeling to talk about him but like it wasn't a bad feeling it was actually a really good feeling just different and so it was i think it was the second sunday i was there we went to our ward um and then we went to um, a family friend's missionary homecoming where they gave their talk cool. about returning from mission, And I had no idea what a missionary was. Right. <laughs> no idea. So I turned to my cousin, who I, was, I stayed with my aunt and uncle for one week, and my cousin for the next. Oh, fine. So I turned to my cousin and I asked, like, what's a missionary? And then she was, like, really cheeky about it. And, like, <laughs> sarcastically was like, well, do you want to find out? <laughs> and I weirdly said, sure
0: (laughs) well you're just kind of like okay like
1: (laughs) i don't even know what that means yeah exactly (laughs) we're tricky like that and i freaked out and i didn't know why she was freaking out (laughs) (laughs) she's like i'm such a good missionary yeah Yeah. and so we got in touch with missionaries and i was really scared at first because I was 16 at the time. I was a shy, scared little girl, and then having like 18, 19 year old boys come and like
2: talk to me about God I
1: was like super scared. <laughs> and I remember for the first while, like they would come over two or three times a week, and wow. I didn't talk at all. Like <laughs> I just nodded, smiled, or whatever.
2: I didn't talk. And then when they'd leave, I'd talk to my cousin for like an hour or two after asking cool.
1: her all my questions, all my thoughts, all my everything, where. With the missionaries, they never mentioned anything. To it
0: really, like, <laughs> they probably terrifying. thought they're like we're such good teachers, and yeah, just like
1: uh. yeah. So it actually happened that a week after, so I met them in the middle of July, and then a week later. So like I remember the day, July twenty fifth was the day I decided I want to be baptized. So it was like a week.
2: <laughs>
0: Crazy, yeah.
1: Met them a week later. I want to be baptized.
0: Cook, what what <laughs> the the decision for you to be baptized? What do you feel like? How did you get to that so quick?
2: like
1: I had like reluctantly not prayed about anything they were asking me to pray about, and okay. then it was the night before I decided I wanted to be baptized, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll pray and so I said I was going to bed and so I was just in my room and I got down on my knees and that was the first time I'd ever gotten down on my knees to pray, yeah, that was the first time I'd never really said a sincere prayer in my life, yeah, um there have been other times where I was like, please God help me, whatever right but it was the first time I was felt like I was actually going to talk to God, Yeah, because now I had a better understanding of Him and His love for me, and that I was His child and He wanted to hear from me. And so it was the first time where I felt like I was actually going to have a conversation with God. And I remember I just like broke down in tears, and I was just crying and, and talking, and I, I really had suffocated all of my emotions and feelings for my whole life. And I never talked about them because my parents, like they divorced and that was really messy. Gotcha. And okay. so I never had a time in my life where like I could talk to my mom about feelings or my dad either.
2: You don't feel like my stable enough to down. listen.
1: Yeah. And so I it was the first when I was talking, when I was praying, I was like pouring my heart out for the first time in my life. And I felt like I was getting all this weight off my shoulders. And I could just like it was, it was just an incredible experience. And but I remember I finished and my head hurt because I had been crying so much. <laughs> and then I just went to bed. But then the next morning I woke up and I felt like I could breathe for the first time and like, it, like literally, cause for so long, for probably about six years prior, like I felt like my breath was like suffocated actually physically. Yeah. Like I, I had a hard time catching a right. good breath. And then that morning, I just felt like I could breathe so freely. Like I just, I could take in air and it was just like, <laughs> it was the best feeling ever.
0: You could like let go of that anxiety that you had been, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And so then I decided then, I was like, you know what, this feels so right. Nothing's ever made me feel so good. And so I decided I wanted to be baptized. And the missionaries came over later that day and I hadn't told my cousin that or the missionaries. missionaries came over. They were like, they finally asked for the first time. So, have you ever thought about baptism? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, they like, okay, we won't push this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Shut them down really hard. And then after they left, I spent about 10 to 15 minutes trying to tell my cousin that I actually had thought about it. And <laughs> to I was so scared. I actually didn't know if you could be.
2: Right. Like I don't know where I
1: didn't get the message that you could actually like.
2: It could happen. To church. Yeah, I
1: don't know what I thought they were trying to do.
0: You're just like, <laughs> like they're teaching me. This is great, yeah. but like I
1: didn't. I don't know what didn't click in my brain, but I didn't think I could like get baptized. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, they didn't really talk about it. It's probably because I just never talked and shut them down so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally told her, and she like flipped out, called the elders and everything, and then. It had calmed down, but like then, so we're just sitting on the couch that day and we're trying to watch a show. She had to keep pausing it because I couldn't stop laughing. Like I just couldn't stop laughing. And it was because I was feeling like this immense amount of joy that I had never felt in my life. Like I can honestly say that that was the first time I had felt happy in like six years. And so I was laughing so hard because it was just like this (laughs) foreign feeling and I didn't know what to do with it. So I just laughed. (laughs) It <laughs> was like my coping strategy, right. a <laughs> like foreign feeling of joy. And it was just like the most precious experience. And then I got baptized August 12th. Um, so it was about a month after I'd met the missionaries. Cool. And I couldn't, I wanted to get baptized right away, but I had finished all the lessons. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> good good for the missionaries for <laughs> yeah. teaching everything first. <laughs> yeah. So you stayed with your aunt and uncle, and that was probably like such a wonderful time. Cause the gospel is just so close and they're living it. So it's easier for you to like start it. What happens when you go home?
1: It was really, really tough. Um, I lived with my mom and my brother pretty much full time. And I saw my dad like once or twice a week. Um, my dad was a little more supportive. My brother and my dad actually drove out for my baptism.
2: Cute. Yeah.
1: My mom didn't, um, which made me sad, (laughs) but, um, Understand now why, like, she, she, like, I know, like, I go away, their child goes away and joins a church and comes back all religious. It's (laughs) like, okay, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But my dad was very supportive, and then my mom came a long way. But while I was there, it was really tough because I had fallen in love with the ward I was at in Alberta so much and the people because it was like my first experience with God and with church and with people and with like just being shown so much Christ-like love and understanding what that meant. And so when I went back, I didn't love the ward a whole lot. And Cartston was where I was at. And you might know Cartston because there's there's a temple there. Oh, okay. It's, it's like huge. Like, it's like all the Canadians settled there. (laughs) It's like, I'm
0: sure I've seen a picture. I'm terrible. It's like,
1: like the Canadian Utah.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) That's kind of awesome. (laughs)
1: Everyone's. Everyone's Latter-day Saints. So
0: is that, that's where your aunt and uncle were or? Yeah, gotcha? that's where I So you church. were in like, you were surrounded yeah. by members. And, yeah. Gotcha. And so then I
1: go back to BC and there's like hardly any. Gotcha. So it was really hard. I didn't know my driver's license yet because I was too young. And my mom didn't really like driving me to church or anything. Dang. So I would miss a lot of church. And um, so I went back at the end of August to BC to start grade 12. And I lasted a semester, and then about a week into my second semester of grade twelve in February, I packed up and moved to Alberta. Like I, I decided, and then two days later, I got on a plane and left.
2: Crazy, But <laughs> I just couldn't
1: do it. Well, like yeah. I back into like because I've struggled with my mental health, and like I found so much happiness and joy when I was in Alberta, learning about the church and finding God and finding myself, and then going back to like my old life and like. Yeah. That just like really sunk me and like darkness just started to set in again. And I knew now how to better like take care of myself and like right. how to prioritize my mental health. And so I was like, you know what? I felt good there and I don't feel good here. So I'm going to go back there. Yeah. And it was terrifying. And it really hurt my parents' feelings. And right. I felt like they kind of failed and they didn't do enough. That, that right. wasn't the case, but I wasn't in a place to like explain that to them. Right. So it definitely caused a bit of a divide between my family. But I went, and I guess I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're, I just, I think um, maybe we can talk just like uh, f- for a little bit before we finish about, about your mental health. Because there's, there's people who, who are active members who struggle with mental health, you know, mm-hmm. and have had the gospel their whole life. Um, mm-hmm. What aspects of the gospel do you feel like have helped you out the most? Like what was the thing that, you know, because you're saying you're at home and it started to feel dark again. And, and mm-hmm. I imagine when you were, when you're younger and your parents just got divorced, you know, it's really hard cause you don't, you're, you're little, you know, you don't have any, you don't know any coping mechanisms. You don't know yeah. what's going on, but then it seems like for you to have the courage to make the decision to move back to Alberta seems mm-hmm. like somewhere along the way you had figured out like what's going You had found some kind of like coping mechanisms or tools. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think helped you have, make that decision?
1: So. Definitely. The favorite thing I learned about the gospel when I was converting and the favorite thing I've ever learned about the gospel to this day is that we jumped for joy at the chance to come to earth and that we rejoiced in that opportunity and that we knew all that we would face, but we rejoiced in knowing that we would have the chance to come to earth, to have a body, to gain experience. And we knew that we would have hard times and trials, but we knew that we would be able to make it through. And when I learned that, it resonated with me so deep. And I just connected with it. And that was the first thing I knew that was true. I was like, well, these missionaries are telling me about this. I knew it was true. And I knew that I knew that I would face these challenges, but that I would be able to overcome them, and that I would get through them. And I knew that in order to get through them, I needed God's help. Yeah. And that binded me to God and I never, like I have wandered and strayed, but I always come back because I've always had that like bind towards the gospel where it it saved my life. And so I could never ever betray it because it just saved me. And prayer has been a huge part of like coping with my mental health and just being able to connect to God and to feel loved by him. And then church is a huge part. Yeah, like there's a quote that's like, you know, just hold on, Sunday's coming. Yeah, that's true, and because it's just something about singing the hymns and hearing the talks, and sometimes something's just perfect for you, and then it reminds you that God loves you, and all those little reminders in my life that the tender mercies, the little miracles that remind me that God loves me has been huge in my healing journey.
0: Thank you. That's one. I'm like holding back the tears. (laughs) (laughs) I just, because I personally, um, I have a lot of like social anxiety, you know, Mm. and so going to church sometimes really hard for me because like, I feel like there's expectations, you Mm. know, and I'm like, oh, I want to meet these expectations. And so I have a hard time focusing, but, but you're right. It's just like, God didn't send us like, you know, as we can do it. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time to, to do this episode with us. Um. Before we end, is there anything anything else you want to mention or add to your story or or mm. or, or advice you want to give people who have yeah. maybe been in a similar situation?
2: I think
1: it's super cliche to say, but it truly does get better. Like, it truly does. Because I was in a point in my life where I never thought it would. That like, I was 15. I didn't think I'd make it to 16. I didn't think I'd make it to 18. Yeah. And now i'm twenty three and I'm married to love my life, and I'm happy, like really, truly happy and I never thought I'd get there, but I've overcome so much, just really in the last year um and I'm in a place where I can kind of say that i I made it right, <laughs> and I know there's so many hard times ahead of me, but I'm in a place where I never thought I'd be, yeah, it was like I've just accomplished what I always wanted. To accomplish and mm. it does get better. And sometimes time just heals wounds, and sometimes therapy, yeah, heals. yeah. Often God will heal wounds when it's time. And obviously, effort is important, right. but you don't need much effort before God will step in and, and heal those wounds for you when it's time, when it's right for you. Cause he knows what we need to learn from experiences, and he knows. What's important and he knows the life lessons that are vital to our survival and our eternal achievement and internal life and i think that is so important to just know that he's got your back yeah and even when you stray and even when you turn your back on him
2: he will never ever turn your back turn his back on you
0: awesome thank you so much Thank you, Saints and Scriptors or scripties. I don't. We don't really figure that out. But thank you for watching the show. Thank, um, thank you, Taylor, for taking the time to share your experience. So if you guys want to like reach out to Taylor, you could check her out on her Instagram, which is Taylor underscore L underscore Campbell, and and you could see more about um, her experience. And and then as always, please uh, like this video comment um and and subscribe for for all the future stuff to come thank you so much guys for watching and thank you taylor and we'll talk to you later thank you thanks for listening if you want to watch our videos check us out on youtube or shoot us a message on facebook instagram or twitter